coming up next on Chamber Amplified. The majority of all projects we do, and actually 100% of all the projects last year, came from our legacy companies. We know that 99.9% of all new jobs come from our legacy companies. 99% of all capital investment come from our legacy companies. And so retention is very intentional. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Findlay Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it be employee recruitment, retention, marketing, development, IT issues, really anything that could impact your business here locally. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment, or at the very least, give you an update on what's happening in the local business community. Well, in case you missed the news last week, Site Selection Magazine selected Finley as the top micropolitan community in the nation for the ninth straight year. Economic Development Director Dan Schaefer joins us today to talk about everything that goes into earning that designation, how it's really a collaborative effort, and some big goals for the future as well. Thanks again for tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate and review the show. That really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. And welcoming back to the podcast, Dan Schaefer, the director of Finlay Hancock County Economic Development. And big news in your world, Dan, coming out last week, uh, top micropolitan nine straight years for the city of Finlay. Uh, congratulations to uh, you and all the work you and Sarah are doing up there. And uh, I suppose we can give Tim Miley some credit on this one, too. Just a little bit. Just a, We'll give him just a little bit. Let's talk about what the top micropolitan designation means. Uh, I At this point, I feel like we go over this every year because we've been doing this for a, near a decade now. But just uh, to get people into the loop of what that designation is. So, well, first of all, thanks for having me with you. It's good to be here. Uh, so the top micropolitan designation uh, is a measured um, award coming from Site Selection Magazine, uh, Conway Publishing. Uh, and every year they do a survey of the communities of Finley size across the country. Uh, and last year there were 543 communities between 10,000 and 50,000 population that met that category. And the metrics that they look for are number of projects, capital investment, square footage constructed, and net new jobs. And for the last nine years, Finley's been at the top of the list for those communities across the country that are surveyed, uh, the 543 I just mentioned. So for last year in 2022, uh, we saw 300 million of CapEx, capital investment. Uh, and that really goes across the board from automation to new production lines, um, you name it, uh, to improve the uh, retention and capacity of our existing industrial uh, companies. And then approximately 270,000 square feet were constructed um, you might think of warehouse space, but uh, is, is not being important. But what happens is that increases capacity for our manufacturers. So uh, when Whirlpool, for example, adds new lines, they need a place to put that product for their throughput. Mm -hmm. And so uh, another example would have been the Amazon building, which was originally a spec warehouse, but now it's advanced distribution. So they do provide a purpose once they get up and, and running. And then the last measure is new jobs. And in 2022, we saw an increase of a little over 1,100 net new jobs. And that included the what we will call or what everybody's referring to as the gig economy. Okay. Probably half of those jobs are gig economy jobs. An example of that would be Amazon delivery. So if you're a stay-at-home parent and you want to pick up two hours or four hours 
uh, a day or a week. Uh, you can sign up to drive your own car and be an Amazon delivery person for 22 bucks an hour. Not, not bad. So uh, we'll probably see more and more of that. But it, it is a statistical uh, measurement that site selection uh, looks for. And uh, for the last nine years, we've, we've hit the numbers. And uh, people have asked me about year number 10. I, I've been telling them we don't <laughs> talk about year number 10. We're, we're taking care of business now. And we'll, we'll take a look at that later this year. All right. So we won't put any pressure on you for that yet. But I think one of the things that you've pointed out with this is a lot of that investment uh, comes from existing businesses in the community. It's not just new businesses coming here, which is always exciting when that happens. But I think it's even more exciting that the businesses that are here are investing and in staying here. That's that's a good point. Um, our prime directive in economic development is retention of existing companies. And so we watch that basket of eggs very closely. Um, and have great relationships with our companies, uh, their senior leadership. We always tell people uh, in, in terms of uh, CEOs and plant managers that uh, if, if we don't know, we can't help. And so to your point, um, the majority of all projects we do, and actually 100% of all the projects last year came from our legacy companies. We know that 99.9% .9 of all new jobs come from our legacy companies. 99% of all capital investment come from our legacy companies. And so retention is very intentional uh, from our office. You mentioned the warehouses, and I, I I think logistics can get lost on people on just how important logistics uh, are to our existing companies, to attracting companies, uh, and things of that nature. When you talk to a Whirlpooler, when you talk to some of the other manufacturers, is there a need for even greater warehouse space than we already have capacity for here in Finley? So the short answer is yes. Um, in fact, uh, Robinson Investments has announced uh, for this year and into next year, 24, five new spec projects uh, here in Finley. Uh, they purchased approximately 35 acres uh, adjacent to the Amazon building off of Crystal Avenue and Bigelow. Uh, and so, yeah, I, they have room for approximately five 100,000 square foot facilities. And yeah, you call them spec because you don't necessarily have a tenant. Uh, but what that does and what the Amazon building did before Amazon arrived, it gave Finley a lot of looks. Mm -hmm. A lot of people came to look at that building. And so finally, obviously, we landed landed Amazon. So I suspect that with uh, increased spec capacity, uh, speculation capacity, we will have additional new tenants in those buildings over the next few years. Does that go back to, and this goes back years, I was in news at this time, I think down to even the line, but there was the big push for job-ready sites uh, or work-ready sites where you already had the utilities you needed. And this seems to even take that uh, another step. And, hey, the building's already there. You just need to move in. Well, that, that's a good point. And uh, before the Amazon building uh, was erected, uh, we had to get the road down there off of uh, Bright Road, uh, Industrial Highway, really. We had to bring the water, we had to bring the sanitary uh, to make it ready for that building. Um, the beautiful thing about that infrastructure being in place now in that the 35 acres I just mentioned that are contiguous to Amazon, it's already there. So all they need to do is stick a shovel in the ground, put the building up and they're open for business. Uh, that brings up another good point. Um, our office has about 650 acres of land under, under option uh, for future development. And so when a company comes to town, we can share with them those sites and they are, for the most part, not all, but for the most part, as you refer to it, as shovel-ready or site-ready with the infrastructure, the power, the utilities, the gas, the roads uh, already in place. So when the right project comes along, like a Campbell Soup, mm -hmm. all we have to do is assign our rights under that option to the developer, and they can go ahead and do their project. 
One of the things we've talked about, I think you and I have talked about this, uh, Tim, when, when he was with economic development, we've talked about this, is that there's always something percolating. And it's real easy to say, how are we going to fill all these jobs or how's all this going to work? But the bottom line is, is if you're not growing, you're not staying static, you're going to move backwards. It's just the nature of how things work. So to see all these different projects on the table and and be a possibility, uh, that's uh, a big positive for the the community overall. That, that's a very good statement. Um, and from small business to large business, uh, Sarah Ergo, who is, uh, works here in the office with me, is my associate. Uh, we have approximately 90 projects in the pipeline right now from a large industrial to small business that you might see on, on South Main Street. Um, and to your point about workforce and capacity there, uh, we have approximately 56% of our employees and associates drive into town every single day from outside the county every day to work. And so um, Finley is really a job hub, and we're, we're really glad that that's the case. But one of the initiatives in our office relative to that is we would like more of those commuters to uh, actually live in Finley, live here mm-hmm. and grow their families here and their, and their jobs. So to that end, uh, residential development has been a tremendous initiative for us over the last two years and into the foreseeable future. Uh, we have probably 15, I say we, the developers, uh, have approximately 15 different kinds of projects going on right now from senior living, 55 and over living, multifamily, single family, infill projects like you might see in the Argyle project downtown, uh, what you might call affordable housing. Uh, We can't build them fast enough. It seems like when a shovel goes in the ground, people are lining up to sign the lease or get a mortgage. It's a nice problem to have. Selling a house right now, but not in this market. And I, I think I'm just going to buy property and move it up here and then sell the house. It'd be a lot easier than the process that uh, that I'm currently going through. One of the, we'll let you go here in a second, but one of the things you've talked about, uh, you, you talked about this at uh, Fresh Brew Business in January is there's all these different elements that go into the bucket of economic development. But one thing that you guys are really promoting is that big that big project, not necessarily that big project, that big idea, that big dream. What do we want to do? nothing is off the table type of thing. One, what are some of the things, the, some of the feedback that you've heard on just kind of collecting ideas there? And and how do people maybe say, hey, I'd like to see this and, and get that information to you? So what you're referring to is what we're calling the big, hairy, audacious goal. Uh, we didn't <laughs> coin that term. It's It's been out there in, in the world for a while. But looking out the next 10, 15, maybe even 20 years out, um, what is it that we in the community would like to see? Is it an amenity? Is it a building? Is it a location? Is it a park? Something that that is a, a large challenge for the community that would be really awesome to have. A couple of suggestions that have come our way uh, that I've mentioned before. Um, and again, these are not set in stone. They're just ideas. And I think what we'd like to do is accumulate a whole list of ideas and then uh, start having some discussions about what they look like and, and what they mean. But uh, if you can imagine north of the river or north of uh, the Main Street Bridge, um, when flood mitigation is accomplished here over the next couple of years and all that ground comes out of the floodway, um, could you imagine a single lay ballpark? Could you imagine an indoor uh, semi-pro hockey team arena? Um, Could you imagine uh, an outdoor uh, type of entertainment venue? Um, These may be shorter term, but I I put that on the list of five to 10 or 10 to 15. Mm -hmm. Is that hairy? Is it audacious? I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to figure out what those look like as they come in. So to answer your question about, uh, you know, people chiming in on their own ideas, best way to do that is uh, connect with you at the chamber or um, at my website, econdev.com. 
uh, my contact and Sarah's contact information is, is there and we're happy to hear from everybody. Certainly it's good for a community to have goals and dreams and things of that nature. One last thing that this doesn't happen without a level of coordination, cooperation, and, and connecting with the city, the county, the townships, the, the private sector, and bringing everybody to the table to have these discussions. This isn't just something where Dan has an idea and it gets done. That's correct. And what you're referring to is, is what we call stakeholder engagement, uh, where any large project, which will require more than one organization or one individual to handle by themselves to bring them to the table at the beginning. So whether it's an industrial project, if it's an infrastructure project, whatever the case may be, uh, whoever's going to touch it, and if, it's, and if it's the county or the city or both, private business, uh, civil engineering, regional planning, legal, uh, you name it, ODOT, whoever's going to touch a project, big or small, we like to get them around the table to get alignment in our conversation. Uh, we refer to that as stakeholder engagement, but it's more commonly known as a Finley formula. Very good. Well, Dan, again, congratulations on the Ninth Street Micropolitan uh, and, uh, of the Year Award. That is awesome news, uh, not just for economic development, the Chamber, Convention and Visitors Bureau here at the Alliance, but the community as a whole. We're, uh, we're all real happy about it. And thanks for joining us once again. Thanks, Doug. Good to be with you. Have a great day. Thanks again to Dan for joining us. The snowball effect of continuously earning this award, I think, is fun to think about. Uh, developers continue to see Finlay and Hancock County as a great place to do business. So that means local businesses continue to invest, new businesses continue to invest. That, in turn, means that small businesses benefit because there's a need to support all of the different investment that's happening, and it just continues down the line. It's really exciting to see and be a part of, and certainly we invite you to be a part of that as well. That's going to do it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a little something that helps you run your business better or learned more about the business community. If you have any ideas for topics that we should cover, just send me an email to djenkins at findlayhancockchamber.com. Remember, if you're listening on our website, that's great. You can make it even easier on yourself, though. You can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for Chamber Amplified in your favorite podcast player. It's real easy to do. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.